0: Back to watch your cover story. It's the No Filter podcast for creatives by a creative hosted by me, Jasiara Marriott. So, on today's episode, I'll be interviewing Diana, founder of luxury footwear brand by Dose, and we'll be discussing how she got started and being a black woman in business. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and let's get straight into it. So, she was featured on Elk, she was in the list of 34 black owned shoe businesses to love and support. She is a brilliant businesswoman and an amazing woman all round. Diana, also thank- known as Vidos, <laughs> do you like that introduction? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. How are you feeling?
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm feeling fine, thank you. Um I feel a bit iffy that we're going back into a second lockdown. I was literally about to ask you, how do you feel about it? <laughs> oh it's it's just i don't know it's mixed emotions like Mm. obviously when we first had the lockdown i think everyone was like panicking about business wise and Mm -hmm. just i think everyone had like initial plan of how they wanted their 2020 to go but yeah obviously things just gone upside down and we've had to do a whole entire pivot and just just take every day how it comes Mm -hmm. but um yeah i'm but then we've gone into lockdown and things have just been crazy in terms of, like, oh, people have been having like more sales <laughs> than oh, usual, yeah. like, a lot of Black businesses have been doing amazing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, even my brand, Baido's, we've been getting a lot of features during the whole like Black Lives Matter thing, mm-hmm. and getting a lot of spotlight um, for a lot of Black creatives, which has been amazing at the same time as it's been crazy, but... Yeah, um I don't know. We we'll just have to see how, <laughs> yeah. right, so how this
0: one out. How second one's gonna go because the first one, no one knew what was gonna happen. You know, yeah, all panicking as you said. Everyone mm. was overbuying the whole supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, absolute madness. And now people's started like brands online because they knew they needed yeah. extra sources of income. Oh, and which would been great as, as got well. That exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been doing amazing for a lot of people, Um, even myself as well, I've been seeing a lot of sales, so I I cannot explain, but at the same time, it's just that uncertainty that, okay, um, we're going back into lockdown, and a lot of people have got other priorities other than shoes,
0: so, yeah, um, it's just, it's just, it's mixed emotions, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know, I completely understand, so... Um, for those who don't know you, uh, give us like an insight into your background. Who are you? What do you do? Um, I always get
1: um, a bit surprised with this question. <laughs> <laughs> so my name's Diana um, and I've just launched, not just, but it's been a year since I launched my upcoming um, luxury shoe brand. Um, <laughs> um yeah, um I'm the founder of Bydose. I'm just trying to establish myself as a shoe designer. Mm-hmm. Um I used to do events um and styling a couple of years ago and then I transitioned into being a shoe designer. So a lot mm-hmm. of people for styling. Um that's how we met um through yeah. events. Um so yeah, that's a little bit about me.
0: Um <laughs> I never know what to say with this question I know I know yeah nothing nothing to nothing to we don't need to know your whole life story yeah (laughs) don't want to put you on the spotlight like that yeah okay so I saw in your interview with Essence that you mentioned that you started up in digital styling as you just now said Mm -hmm. um and that you never really saw an interest in having a fashion brand like a clothing brand so how did you end up coming up with Baido's and why did you decide to branch into luxury footwear instead of like clothing like everybody else?
1: Yeah um see clothing just never been a thing that I've had an interest in mm-hmm. and like yeah I want to have a club on that like even to this day I'm just like no clothing's not something that inspires or motivates me to just mm-hmm. go and just carry on but shoes definitely is um I've always been interested in heels particularly since i was a little girl um just yeah like i've always just liked heels from seeing my mother wear them wearing them every single day to go to work um to see just like anytime i see a woman wearing heels i'd always envy wanting to wear heels as, as a <laughs> little girl so i think there was one time I must have, I think, especially after having the event, mm-hmm. Um I did my event and I really wasn't happy with like how things were going in terms of, I just felt like I was doing things and not getting an outcome out of it, mm-hmm. uh, especially the outcome that I wanted. I feel like I was restricted, especially with styling, um, with doing things and achieving certain goals. Um so, yeah, I just sat down and thought, OK, what can be the next step? And what do I actually want to do? And it was heels, shoes. like was something that I actually wanted to get into, but I just never knew how to. So I just took a year out um, just working on launching Bydose. And eventually I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a shock. Um, I think it must have shocked a lot of people. Because I think people just think when you're going to create a brand, it's going to be clothing but yeah yeah. yeah, um i launched in april last year and we did did very good to be honest um yeah um that's about it really in terms of that question (laughs) um and i just i just saw um, a gap within the market especially with black women um in Mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of us um so i really wanted to Every single time I'd research into um, luxury, particularly the luxury industry, um, luxury shoe designers, you'd always see the same people um, coming up, um, particularly older people, um, Caucasian people. So I was like, okay, there's a gap in the market. And also there isn't that many comfortable heels out there. So Mm. I established my brand for comfortability um, so I think we have kind of done that, um, and I'm just trying to
0: sustain that and carry on that within the brand. Mhm. I love yeah. that. I absolutely love that because like I, I completely understand. Um, in terms of like you were um doing events and you were doing styling because like I remember I went to uni to study fashion and to do styling, but then over mm-hmm. the last couple of months and you know becoming pregnant, everything like that, I've realised. I'm more interested in just having a business mm. in a different market because I know mm. like magazines, uh, clothing brands, everything like that is so like mainstream and everyone's doing it. So finding a gap in the market, I think, for any creative who is looking to start something is the biggest piece of advice. I think that, yeah, um, yeah you could definitely and, and also, um, look into it's
1: not just to do with like what you want to do in terms of, like you can do a clothing brand yes but then what is actually mm-hmm. that they're trying to fulfill what because exactly. there's, there's, there's thousands of shoe brands out there there's a thousands of podcasts or magazines mm-hmm. out there, but what is your niche and what are you trying to accomplish exactly. what one thing that stands out stands you out from the rest kind of thing mm-hmm. I think that is one piece of advice I'd give to anyone, and I think within the styling industry, it's just it's very hard as a black woman, especially oh, yeah. being from the UK as well. Mm-hmm. You can do so many things and you can create so many things, but it, it's going to be hard because you need those connections, mm-hmm. and if you're not in a particular circle or you don't know particular people, it's just gonna be very, it's gonna be difficult.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly. I as well. Um I think also with that struggle, it just made me realise that I really wasn't passionate about it as I thought I was. Um I do like styling. I love styling but I think it's something that am I willing to go through the thousand emotions just to try get a job opportunities, a job, op- job, can op- oh, I speak. A job opportunity, um, yeah. In regards to having a brand that works for me, no. So I just sat down with myself and said, okay, okay I don't think styling's for me anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, that's when I just made the shift into actually having my own brand.
0: Yeah, and if anything, you can always go back to it because you've already got something for yourself yeah. now. So if yeah. you did want to the out, you could.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. I do see a lot of people doing that as well, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. going back to styling. But,
0: yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <That> deep time. <laughs> yeah, it's such a complicated... Oh, gosh, it, it really is. It's not um, ideal. I know I love, uh, what's her name, Mil- Melissa. If you know mm-hmm. her, she's Storm D stylist. I absolutely yeah. love her. She's, doing it, it she's, her she's
1: also She's also spoken about how difficult it is to get into that. Mm-hmm. Industry. She's been doing, like, been an influencer and styling for a yeah. long time. It's taken yeah. her a long time mm-hmm. to build her
0: name and build her brand. But she's doing amazing. She's very exactly. inspiring. She's one of the uh, main black stylists who I think, if you do want to be a stylist, definitely look at her. Yeah, she look shares her, her story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She shares her story very openly and she shares her struggles um very openly and the fact that she's British, she's black British, that um, definitely helps as well because us black British women yeah. it's, it's a whole other it's a whole other ball game honestly yeah exactly
1: <laughs> I tried to explain this one time um to someone from the US and they were just mm-hmm. shocked at the fact that in the US compared to the UK there's much more support out there than there is here yeah yeah definitely it's completely different out here a lot of people are trying to compete with each other in regards to trying to support each other a lot of people tend to copy each other and then that's what creates a lot of Mm conflicts in in comparison to the U.S. where everyone's just trying to support each other um but yeah one thing I did like what you just mentioned is the fact that uh, Melissa does um what's the word she shares her um the bad side of being a stylist oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. in general which is not a lot of things that people do nowadays a lot of people make it seem like as if it's just a walk in the park or it's something that you achieve within a couple of weeks which it isn't
0: exactly uh, they make it very glamorized <laughs> yeah exactly which yeah.
1: <laughs> even myself like I had to go through so many hurdles in terms of like trying to find my actual niche and trying to find what I actually like doing. It took mm-hmm. a long time to get here.
0: But yeah, we're here now. <laughs> we're here now and we're thriving. Yeah. <laughs> so our main topic, um, as we've been um referencing throughout this whole beginning of the episode is being a black female in the world of business because, you know, especially today in yeah. today's climate, I feel like everyone's suddenly seen the power that a black woman holds, yeah. not just in culture, but in business and the workplace. So I know I've had my first share of, like, setbacks and cancellations yeah. due to my skin colour, even though I've had the skills that I know I can bring to the table, but they just said no because I am a black woman. So can... what are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome um, when starting by dose?
1: Um like you just said as well about having the actual skills but not being taken seriously Mm. one main thing as well um again I'm gonna go back to styling like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. question styling like you could be the most creative person ever but because of your skin color um no one's gonna take you seriously um and as well as yeah just been a woman as well, like yeah well, I just don't take women seriously anyways, um which is just such a shame because we are powerful, and mm-hmm. yeah, we're just amazing people, um but yeah, just been t- not been taken seriously. I think you have to prove yourself a lot, which comes to my next point, that you, in having a brand, um a lot of people just expect you not to make mistakes. And if you do, they pull you up on it much more than mm-hmm. other racers. Yeah, you have a lot of pressure as being a black woman in business that you have to do things a one. Like you cannot. Yeah. yeah, which is very possible. Like, how can that even happen? Like, for example, with my event, um, my first event, anyways, a lot of mm-hmm. things ran out the way I wanted them to. Um. And I just felt like I didn't get the support. The support that I don't know if someone that wasn't my skin colour um mm-hmm. would have gotten, if that made sense. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a lot of things didn't go to plan because a lot of people didn't come through on the day. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, which which just created a whole entire situation. Um, it was very disappointing but yeah um you- ha- you just have to prove yourself 10 times not 10 times but twice as more than a non-black woman mm-hmm. um as well as just trying to again proving yourself but in terms of like pricing um so you could have a rate or you could have price your product at a certain amount and people expect you to explain yourself or to yes. you priced it yes. at the, that certain price mm-hmm. Often as a business owner you've got a particular reason as why it is that certain amount mm-hmm. and a lot of the time black women do downplay themselves and do um settle because they're just afraid of the backlash mm-hmm. of people them um why are you that that much or why is your product that much when why shouldn't it be that much why can't luxury spaces for black women and why can it not be a black woman that's founded a luxury brand why Mm -hmm. does it always have to be questionable um yeah i think we need to work on this outlook um of black women not been able to be high valued um within mm-hmm. us uh, yeah. ve- that's one main issue within um being a black woman in business but i feel like with the whole black lives matter thing and what's happened this year i think it's something that's about to change and it's something that needs to change um mm-hmm. i'm kind of glad with what's happened and the whole hashtags and stuff that's been happening on social media because it it's made things a little bit easier for us black founders yeah. um in terms mm-hmm. of being able to create luxury spaces and I feel like it's also created a community within black um creatives as well that we actually can't accomplish anything because we've had people like Anifa um the founder of Hanifa um just showcase that you can accomplish a lot, and you can do something huge and be acknowledged for it. Um, mhm. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's been. I think this is it's been a long time coming for Black women in particular. I think as well, although Black men do face challenges within the industry, we face it a lot more than Black exactly. men. As not
0: as prominent. For
1: yeah we have to work a lot more harder because one we're black two we're women so we're Mm -hmm. a lot more so I think as well we need to um support each other and just talk about the difficulties and our experiences Mm -hmm. I think the thing that I'm trying to do as well is to just speak to a lot more black creatives a lot more black women about the struggles that we go through because Mm -hmm. we'll realize that we all face
0: a lot of the same things which is not fair at all yeah exactly i i do definitely see like it's really crazy cuz how i see it now i used to view it negatively being uh, a black woman with a business um and especially cuz i'm younger i'm not taken as seriously especially oh, so um it's no- it's crazy Again.
1: I do not like mentioning my age at all I, when people ask okay how old are you? I just I just brush it off because you know how old I am that's when all respect is lost yeah i mean it's lost completely from the table when I tell people especially that like I'll have a lot of meetings and mm-hmm. I tell people how old I'm like oh wow okay the the, the voice just changes. Yeah. i'm just
0: like wow okay all right (laughs) (laughs) never again i just
1: like avoiding that um that one particular subject but yeah
0: um, no no it's true like genuinely it's ridiculous how like you're you're black you're a woman and then if you're younger Mm. and you're doing something amazing automatically that respect goes just because I'm not, I don't know, mature, quote-unquote. Yeah, oh, I'm, not,
1: I'm not experienced enough, but, yeah, we have experienced the same. Thank you, yeah. It's just, it's very annoying. <laughs>
0: yeah, it does not make any sense. But what you were saying about, um, you know, we have to work twice as hard, I like to take that on as a challenge. Yeah. Um, especially now, like I'm seeing so many black women succeed, so many black businesses in general succeed. And it's amazing. But um, I, I do feel like it is. Yeah, I do feel like it is like a part of the Black Lives Matter movement, because if that didn't happen, I don't think, you know, brands like you or other people would mm-hmm. be thriving. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's really quite sad how people didn't see the potential that you and other brands hold. Yeah. beforehand like I don't know why a big event had to happen for people to be like oh yeah black people are actually amazing black people you know do actually have to be supported and appreciated um and it, it doesn't help that uh black women are seen as people who tear each other down rather than lift each other up um yeah. it's it's just it's not nice um especially since as you said we're all going through the same things and the same experiences I would love a space where I could sit down with black women in business and just talk about it like we are now Um, but unfortunately it's not as easy because competition (laughs) is massive Um, and making money and making sales and growing is a competition um, for us unfortunately I think that's a good thing because competitive nature, you know, everyone wants to grow and succeed, but at the same time, there's room for everyone. <laughs> there really is. There is, um, yeah. So it, it's just not it's not ideal, but we move.
1: <laughs> well, we need um, also to showcase there is spaces out there that are positive and there is Black mm-hmm. people out there that, that support each other. So exactly. I like yeah i i like to share a lot of people a lot of black women on my story when mm-hmm. i can um because i am supportive of black women um so i think as well rather than us talking about the negative side of it which i think a lot of um platforms do like to do mm-hmm. um, we do have a lot of negative platforms out there that just like to talk negatively about black people in general i think we mm-hmm. need to um change that narrative ourselves um we've all got a role to play um, and we're a massive
0: influence within society um so i think we need to take advantage of that Mm -hmm. exactly and i think this year with what has happened everything that has happened (laughs) Mm. i think that this is it's a revolutionary year i think and after this year i don't think things would be the same in terms of how people treat each other and what people say to each other um and I think everyone's going to be extra careful with their words and extra careful with who they support and and what they support in particular um but I I think it's great that brands and businesses black brands and businesses are being supported the way they should have been from day one just like how all these these other ethnicities that are thriving we should be it makes me think that too
1: like how you just exactly what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. oh imagine if the, this didn't happen, would I have had these features? Yeah. Would have I had people emailing the brand, or like in particular this week we're, we're getting featured in a magazine, like a big magazine? Um, I think mm-hmm. that time is going to be uploaded Um, we should we should be getting featured in a big magazine um Congratulations. Think, would would we have had this out? would we have had it if this mm. happened but we cannot say what if I think we just have to be g- exactly. g- and um I think yeah it was it was about
0: time it happened yeah it was about time should have happened ages ago but as you said yeah just appreciate and now we have to just take advantage of that and yeah. move on and yeah. go upwards so, um, in saying that, what are some things that you actively do to make yourself known and present as a black woman in business like is there certain things that you do or that you say um or t- a certain type of like personality trait that you try and uphold uh, just to make yourself um stand out out of the crowd
1: i haven't i think <laughs> <laughs> i one I, i'm I'm very not not a lot of people know it's me behind the brand, which is what I like um. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, in terms of, like, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, when it happened, um, we did have a lot of um, messages um, from people saying, is this a Black-owned brand? Um. A lot literally emailed the brand beforehand or even tried to cancel their orders um, just to see if it was Black-owned first. Wow. We haven't, I haven't been very vocal on the page and been like, yes, we're a Black-owned brand. Mm. Um, but I like to use black models. That's what I like to use. Yeah. i I just use black models. Um so I think people just see that it is a it is a brand that supports black creatives. Um and maybe is black owned. But yeah, we are black owned. Um and I think with the features as well that have been happening, I think people have just noticed Jay is a black owned business. Yeah. Um and if they do see that it is me then yeah obviously do know it's me but with that question I haven't um Mm -hmm. I'm very just I just like working on the brand itself I I don't really like to do the whole personal branding thing yeah and like interviews I'm just now starting to get out of my comfort zone and Mm -hmm. speak up more um I think like I said as well about the whole not being able to make a mistake um mm-hmm. when people know it is a black woman behind yeah the brand, yeah then start coming onto your personal page and just you know bashing you whatever and mm-hmm. i'm trying to avoid that um i just want people just to support the brand or to treat the brand the same way they treat any other brand without knowing it's me behind the brand exactly. Exactly. but at the same time i've seen that you do i think sometimes you do get a lot more support um with the brand when people know who it is behind the brand Mm -hmm. it's a black woman um i've had a lot of nice messages where people would literally write paragraphs just saying how inspiring it is to see a black woman Mm -hmm. uh, thriving um so it is nice at the same time i think i'm just trying to um balance the um been private and also been a business owner and just trying to
0: um so yeah yeah because you don't want to throw yourself into it because um with with cover it's like i people know it's me <laughs> people mm. know it's me because i have it you know in my personal um instagram it's in the bio and i like i like to share that you know i am the founder of cover yeah you yeah. know the cover brand but at yeah. the same time i do definitely it comes with its consequences I do said mm-hmm. like um, I posted a couple of posts on the Instagram page saying that, you know, as a black owned business, um, we'd like to support other black owned business and black creatives. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I didn't want that to uh, restrict anything or just because, as you said, just because we are a black owned business for that to be the reason in particular that people uh, follow us and support us, they should support us regardless because it's a good brand. Um, and the same with you but I think yeah definitely ease into it because once you do you know put yourself as the face of um, your brand it does come with a lot of consequences but it also does come with a lot of rewards because people come and they're like you're doing amazing you know as you said the messages and um, as
1: well like you just like you said like you have to ease into it and also And that people are watching you at the same time exactly. and I think with me especially um I do feel like a lot of people sometimes are just waiting for black women to fail like, yeah, people, yeah. Like, I do feel like I feel like that from a lot of people but especially when it came to the events and just styling I feel like a lot of people were waiting for me to just be like yeah I quit um mm-hmm. And I have mes- had messages like that before from people literally been like, huh, you failed. Um, look at you now type of thing. Um, but I think as well, um, I think you, it's about your own peace of mind as well. I think mm-hmm. you have to take into consideration that, um, yes, you are a brand owner, but you are a person as well. So. Mm-hmm. I just don't like connecting the two because I like having my privacy and I like being able to turn off as well. But Mm -hmm. I think we need to celebrate the fact that we are black women doing what we're doing because it's not easy. So yeah, um, I think it's just about just taking my time with it. And just just, for me, I just want to establish the brand, Um, both the brand itself and the products and just making my customers happy without being yeah um, I've got a brand and Mm -hmm. you know like a lot of people just they they do like to talk about having a brand but do you actually care about your customers or um, about the brand itself and establishing the brand before you actually try to do the whole personal branding thing mm-hmm. but that's one thing I like to focus more on is just the brand itself rather than being a brand owner
0: I hope I make it I think that yeah that really it does stand out in your um in your branding as you said like going on to my next question actually perfect um your brand aesthetic is very clean and professional um, oh. yeah it, it's so like sensual and powerful and it does have that essence of like i am a woman um i cannot wear your heels because my oh. feet <laughs> are swollen
1: girl i've got you next time when when you're ready to you know i think by the time when you'll be up and ready you'll be after covid so oh, i've oh got
0: gosh you. yes <laughs> i'm going to buy all of them oh, this was wait.
1: the perfect time to be pregnant i cannot lie it's <laughs> actually perfect year i know where
0: am i going yeah because where
1: are you going (laughs)
0: nowhere yeah um, i'm I'm definitely gonna buy every every piece that you have and more so much (laughs) of course so um who are the women that you design for and is that the woman that you see yourself as or the woman that you are becoming
1: i think it's more about the woman who i'm becoming um Mm -hmm. I do like that question because I've always liked luxury and I've always had an interest. Like I like marketing in general. Like marketing is just one thing I just love. Um mm-hmm. but I think I am creating for the woman that I'm wanting to become. I think I am becoming the woman that I'm creating for as well. Um just a woman that likes luxury and a woman that likes to look good that takes care of herself mm-hmm. that um and it's not just about um looking good but also the pieces that she invests in and who she invests in as well mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the brand itself and yeah um you've gone mute i think hello yeah I can use. yeah <laughs> um yeah that's That's all I can really say with that question. Just the woman that wants to invest in luxury and feel luxurious as well at the same time as feeling comfortable Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of the time when we do invest in luxury brands, we are restricted from enjoying comfortability.
0: Yeah.
1: So I am creating for the woman that that takes into consideration of who she's buying into. Mm Mm-hmm. As
0: well as who she is and who she invests in. So yeah, exactly. I love that because you can. Well, like seeing the shoes. I've seen like I've got friends who have your shoes, which is amazing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 so, it's so amazing to see. It. Cause I'm like, oh my god, I know her. Yes, oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> wow. Do you know I this day I do get surprised when
1: people say that. I'm like, wow, people actually buy my shoes. <laughs> um you forget sometimes <laughs> yeah I do, my sister was even saying that yesterday she's like do you forget that people actually like buy your shoes I'm like yes I actually do yeah. um so it's surprising like even there was one time um I was getting my hair done mm-hmm. by a hairdresser and I was just sitting down having um, a chat with her and I was like yeah I've got a business and she's like oh what's your business so I'm like um it's this and I just showed her the page that it's this. Like, I know their business. Like, huh? <laughs> How do you know? She's like, I've bought from you. I've got your heels. I love them Aww. so I was like, wow. Um, and now she's a friend of mine as well, which is Aww. so cool. but Yeah, life
0: is just... It's, That's crazy. It works in wonderful to. ways. Wow. Yeah,
1: exactly. You never know who you're going to come across. But yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, I
0: absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. It's really <laughs> rewarding, especially when you see people yeah. on the streets and you're like, Wait, I recognise those pair of heels. Yeah. Right. Those are it, my heels. <laughs> yeah,
1: rewarding it is. I cannot so
0: imagine. Wow. <laughs> it must definitely be rewarding. Definitely. Yeah,
1: it yeah.
0: is. That's what makes you continue and does. go further.
1: Mm, yeah, it
0: does. Um. So, I remember, as we were mentioning, that when we first connected, I think it was back in 2018? 2019 something like that wow yeah. um 20s yeah. Oh, yeah why did that go by so quickly absolutely it
1: like,
0: like it came up in my like snapchat memories and i was like oh wow
1: wow yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that so was exactly. a it feels like it feels like yesterday
0: literally
1: it's gone, it's it's gone
0: so by angry. And a lot has changed as well. A lot has changed. Um, it was an experience, to say the least. Like, I did. I really enjoyed myself because it was, like, one of my first, like, events. Oh, um, yeah. And I was, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm at an event. Exactly. <laughs> like, at that time as well, there, w-
1: there, there wasn't that many events. Um, no, yeah, there wasn't. In terms of, like, networking, so there literally was not that many events, especially for black people black creatives with events that were going on um it was just literally restricted to the other races um Mm -hmm. and you would not see that many black people and if you did there'd probably be one or two and it would be an invite only yeah um so i really wanted to create a space where black creatives could come together and just connect and i think that night in particular was it was good it was good night Mm
0: -hmm. um and yeah, I met a lot of people that I still connect with till this day. Yeah, same. I was gonna say that's what was perfect about the event is networking. Like I, I networked with so many individuals who, as you said, still talk to till this day, still support them, mm. see their growth, see their grind, and it, it, it was amazing. Because I don't think if I went if I didn't go um, definitely would not have some of the connections that I have today so I'm thanking you for that oh that's amazing I hope like <laughs> you you went back home and got inspired oh no of course, of that's course. Good. I went home and I wrote my ideas when I when I was when I was on the train back you know I was typing in my notes page I was like oh, oh my god the aesthetics of this oh my god I could possibly do this it was yeah <laughs> I think exactly we need
1: like that's the thing we need spaces and just like events where we can literally just talk about things i feel like especially in the uk um everyone's just so secluded like you yeah. know one really like i'm not from london and mm-hmm. obviously you can tell by the accent yeah. um <laughs> i'm not from london um i'm from down north but like that's one thing i was even going to speak to you about is the fact that being a black woman down north is not easy at all um, yeah being yeah. a black woman in london um it's just it's completely different um it's just much it's 10 times harder it's much more harder because you're black and like for example um when i first moved into my area we were literally the first family first black family to move into the area mm, wow. you can just literally imagine how that was growing up as a young girl it was such a huge struggle um but i think i'm just so like like you said um about being a black woman i've embraced the difficulties um but as well it has been a challenge for me um being a black woman that's not from london it's it's Mm -hmm. just in itself because i feel like again i have to prove myself even more because even to black people themselves um (laughs) like I have to prove myself that I'm I, I am one of you lot yeah um just because I speak in a particular way doesn't mean that I'm any different um so yeah it is a challenge in itself like even sometimes I just don't like doing interviews like yeah. I was like, oh my god I've got to do an interview and <laughs> a lot of people think I'm from London when I'm not and then they hear a particular accent and think um she's not even black and I'm like yeah oh my
0: goodness me I can relate uh, to that so heavily
1: <laughs> I'm always like having to fight this perspective all the time and it, it is quite annoying I think yeah we also need um Like I said, we need to have spaces where we can just talk about these challenges. Mm Because it it is nice, like, it sounds a bit weird, but it's nice to hear that someone else has gone through the same struggles that I've gone through because... Yeah, you know you're not the
0: only one, yeah.
1: I don't look at it as, wow, what have I done and why am I so different and why is it much more of a challenge for me than Mm -hmm. a challenge for us all because we are black people and... Yeah, I think we, in, especially in the UK, we need more events like
0: that. Definitely, I, I really want to with Cover, because we should. are a, we are a brand that essentially is for creatives, like mm-hmm. on the rise and people who, you know, want to be a creative and and just want to rise up. We're not just you know a magazine. We're a whole brand in that sense that support creatives. So I definitely, in the near future, want to Do that. start that because that would be amazing. It's it's <laughs> definitely needed um, mm. for a lot of people with
1: my journey as well I think
0: I have done a lot of things where people were like oh how have you done
1: that um like with the events I think when I did the events like I said there was not that many people that were doing it mm. so when with a lot of people like wow I, I can be able to do that I think it just yeah. it gives people the encouragement that if a if someone like myself that looks like me can do, I think I can do it as well. So I think you should definitely. Exactly. It's much more. I think not easier, but I think it's much more achievable than you than you think. I think we do tend mm-hmm. to think, hey, am I going to get that support? Um, yeah, it's achievable because I didn't think I would even have anyone turn up to any of my events,
0: but mm-hmm. I literally had about three hundred people buy tickets for my first event. Yeah yeah and that's absolutely crazy and now look at where you are today because imagine you've done another one it would no. be 10 times as big but in this COVID I could I can never do events again I just don't want to do it <laughs> you, you would go to an event
1: oh uh, yes kind of. I would I, but I could never <laughs> do it myself yeah. oh my, just, it's just a lot I think one yeah. thing I've learned as well is that you need
0: a lot of support so oh my just, gosh, yeah never I can only
1: yeah, never shy away from asking for help because I think I do like to take on a lot more than
0: I can chew. Mm-hmm. It's a thing I realize that because I I'm exactly like that as well. Like asking for help is really difficult for me, even yeah. though I know I need it. I just don't want to ask. I think I'm it's also, myself. like
1: human as well. Like we just, feel like we need to struggle more than we
0: should. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're complaining about struggling, but we are very independent. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a good thing um but yeah mentioning like when you started the events um how many years ago now what has the last two or so years been like for you since launching that and since starting by dose like how how did you make that transition like what was it like how did you feel about it how did you adjust to everything
1: um so literally from the day i finished with the events um like i told you I think I just realized that it wasn't for me type of thing mm-hmm. um, so and 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 i I just i can just I just know um if I'm passionate about something, I can just tell when the passion's just gone yeah um, so i I could just tell from that day that okay, this is something that I don't think I'm going to last a long time in doing, mm-hmm. so I took a social media break for a long time and just try to establish what I wanted to do Um, in that time I was also a uni student as well but I've graduated now Mm -hmm. Um, I was studying politics and international relations which is completely yeah it's different (laughs) from what I do Um, (laughs) but um, yeah since then I just try I just began working on BIDOS and we launched last year in April so between the time from when i started i mean i finished the event i think i had like a couple of months or even a year of a break Mm -hmm. and then last year um i launched the brand and i was actually so shocked with the reception
0: um i think you You didn't expect it
1: yeah i just didn't expect it um well i did have like a lot of people um supporting me but you know when Mm -hmm. you when you launch something you have this perception that i'm going to launch i'm going to get this amount of orders which is not the case at all but in terms of support i did get quite a lot of support um i was very grateful because i think coming from the event and then launching um a brand was just two complete different things yeah that I was just very scared, um, if people were going to accept, I think that, that's what the word is, I was just scared people were going to accept the fact that I'd made this transition, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we, I got a lot of support, and I got, like, a hundred orders in the first month, it was just crazy. That is, that is amazing. Yeah, um, and it, and it just goes to show, like, if you do put the work in, um, And a lot of the people that bought from me, I didn't even know. Um, Mm -hmm. I got orders from the US. These are people that I've never, ever interacted with. Um, There weren't even people that were my friends. My friends didn't even buy from me for like Mm -hmm. a couple months. Um, It was just strangers that I'd never met before. Um, And I just think if you put the work in and... Yeah, you work hard, um, you will get the customers. There mm-hmm. will be really, and you just trust yourself. I think that's one thing about me. Um, even though I I d I don't in my personal life I don't have that support. Not that support I do have that support system in terms of my family, but there isn't that support system from other creatives type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't have friends that are creatives, so they will they won't understand the struggles that you go through in terms of like having a brand or business so um to get that support from strangers was just it was it was amazing um just through being consistent it was it was actually it was very nice to see
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing I love hearing people's transition from like one place to another like one industry to another Um, yeah just to see how much like they grow and I can tell like experiencing it myself just like watching you um grow like as we were talking before we even started the interview like mm. seeing you at the event and how you like conducted yourself at the event and compared to now it's the biggest shift in the best yeah. way possible <laughs> um it, it's yeah. crazy though It honestly is so crazy
1: yeah exactly and oh my god and I find that it, I'm such an emotional person I'm a cancer by the way so uh-huh. I just feel that like very <laughs> like touching like i'm like like when i see people that were at the event that still support me to this day i'm just like wow like <laughs> like it's just it's so nice for me to see as well and i just think because for me personally i just sometimes i sit then i just think wow like you deep it I
0: you really do
1: <laughs> no no i don't deep it in like an achievement wise i just think mm-hmm. wow in a lot and sometimes yeah. i feel embarrassed with the things that i've that I've publicly done wrong um, yeah. like trans- transitioning to a new industry but I just feel like it's just that perception again about being a black woman like why can I not change into another industry like why is it such a bad it's like,
0: normal it's, Yeah, it's totally exactly. normal but then when a black woman does it it's like taboo Thank what's crazy because a lot
1: of like stories that I hear or um, success stories that I hear you'll literally hear the fact that this person has literally just has changed their industry about three times until they Mm -hmm. found they actually like doing or they've started and then restarted the company again uh, actually established themselves into this brand that they they now have like a lot of companies or brands that you see nowadays that may have just come up and then succeeded that's Mm -hmm. through a lot of hard work and um yeah a lot of hard work and hardship um that they've exactly. gone through their past brand or their past industry and they've taken those skill sets and put them into this new brand that
0: they have on exactly so a lot behind the scenes as well that happen that people don't see yeah. Um, yeah yeah that people don't appreciate because i think if people did see behind the scenes of like the tears mm. and the long nights i think they'd definitely be like oh okay yeah okay, exactly. i understand now yeah because a lot Maybe, of people yeah no we shouldn't have to show that just yeah, to be appreciated
1: yourself. um and exactly. a lot of people with with me as well especially with the shoe industry um a lot of people think wow have you been doing this for like like not not people know that I haven't been doing it for a long time but a lot of people have been like how how do you do this and how do you do that and i'm like I've been doing this but not with the shoe industry like in terms of like acting wise like I've been knowing how to do that for a lot of years um mm-hmm. or just branding and stuff like I've been doing that for quite a while with the events and styling so it it is a long process um that people just don't see behind the scenes
0: mm-hmm. people don't need to see it to just appreciate and you just appreciate full stop. yeah <laughs> That is, that is that. yeah oh gosh well that is all that we have today but I want to conclude today's episode with a lovely question for our black women listeners and readers um have you got any advice for black women who feel restricted to do what you're doing in business or just business in general um specifically because of their race um
1: yeah um I think just try to work with the people that you know, like try to work with um, people within your community. Um, There are a lot of black creatives out there that are doing amazing things. Um, Even myself as well. I'm trying to collab with um, other people. Um, I don't like the word collab. I really hate the word. I know, yeah. Because there's such um, a bad um, notion um, now in terms of their collaboration. I'm trying to work with other black founders. Mm-hmm. um just to showcase that we can work together and that two people that are doing amazing things can work together that is not That's all um so i would advise to work with people other black people um and just try to make something big i think we also have to understand that in order to succeed. to them. <laughs> In order to succeed, um, we have to do different things, especially being a black person. You have to mm-hmm. be different. Um, so just try to do something different with the people um, around you because numbers do create big things. Exactly. Um, I think when you work with more than one person, it does create a much more bigger impact rather than just you yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've learned this year. Um is try to get a team together and to create big things um what other thing can I advise I think as well just try to network with people in other countries like mm-hmm. we mentioned America um they're pretty much the blueprint in terms of um fashion um don't be scared to reach out to people do not be scared because a lot of the time, they are looking for people to network with and they are looking yeah. for people to get on board with. Um For example, a lot, like, I've been doing a lot of interviews and they have been saying we are looking for um upcoming black designers and mm-hmm. it's been a struggle. So just imagine if you presented the opportunity for yourself, how that could take you or where it could take yeah, you. Yeah. So I just think... Just take take um, a chance and just email people and try to network with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, yeah, I think that's two um, points that I can
0: really give. Be confident
1: mm-hmm. as well. And don't, I think as well, we need to take that notion out of our heads that we're black people. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Because, yeah,
1: let's just try, forget the whole race thing and just
0: think about it. The side it, of
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just try to be different. Exactly.
0: Let's forget about being a black woman sometimes and just do the work. Exactly. I definitely, hundred percent agree with you. I don't have anything to add there. Um, <laughs> just putting yourself out there is the main thing, I think. Yeah, exactly. You could be, you could be doing something for like three years and you didn't promote yourself. You didn't say anything. Um, and in those three years, you really could have, like, rose up to the top. um yeah, How would people you know? You were just scared. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I think and ex exactly like, I'm very I'm a shy person. I'm
0: so mm-hmm.
1: shy. I'm I'm not shy. I'm very confident but I just don't like speaking sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like the way my accent as well and being a black person. I just mm-hmm. I just don't like speaking. But um I think now like I'm confident in myself to be like, This is who I am and I'm a black woman and this is mm-hmm. what I'm doing and me as I am type of thing and mm-hmm. also just stepping out of my comfort zone because I do like creating but I just don't sometimes I just don't like putting myself out there um, like we also said there is a lot of opportunities in people knowing who is behind the brand mm-hmm. because it can take you a lot further than where you are right now because it does restrict you if you just sit there and do nothing exactly. so you need to put yourself out there much more and I'm yeah. learning
0: that myself it is a learning process it doesn't happen overnight nothing yeah. happens overnight yeah um, exactly. it takes what a couple months for some people a couple years for others yeah. um but it's everyone's individual journeys and um i i definitely i love that message i i love today's conversation actually it really helped me, <laughs> <It> really <laughs> I feel helped me yeah <laughs>
1: you see exactly it's nice to talk to somebody that can relate as well to a lot of the things that we spoke about mm-hmm, being, exactly. being black women are relatable like we've gone through a lot of the same things
0: oh, um, we've been through too much of the same things yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so it's nice to just have a little talk with someone else that can relate yes
0: exactly thank you so much Thanks. Well, Joining me and talking to me and conversating and discussion and, and being annoying. Um, Thanks <laughs> all so the above. Um, where can everyone find you? Where can everyone shop for Bydose?
1: Um, so you can find the brand at Bydose on Instagram. Um, you can also shop at www.by and then with a dash. Is it a dash or is it a hyphen?
0: I think it's a hyphen. It's a hyphen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, With the hyphen dose dot com. Um, And you can find me at the dose of Diane um,
0: on Instagram.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely love that. But yeah, guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It is the cover online for all of the sneak peeks and the previews of our episodes, our cover magazine as well and send in your cover stories to get a chance to chat with me in our next episode. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be sure to see you guys in another episode. Bye!